Your lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there? <laughs> what do you say you and I move away from mom together? It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? Never. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Guys, money's probably in there. Who's there? Stay right there. How many of you are there? It's just me, man, all right? Just let me go, please. Okay, I swear to God. Movie month. It is my fourth annual movie month. I'll watch 30 movies that I've never seen in 30 days. Happy, happy Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Happy, happy Thursday. How do you do? Hello, everybody. It's Thursday, June 22nd, which means it's day 22 of Fans Not Experts Movie Month, only on Geek Mentality, the podcast that could literally happen anywhere. But today, it's happening at my kitchen table, talking into my fancy microphone, trying to make it sound almost like a professional podcast. But it isn't. Um, I... Literally was just about to pick up my phone and realized I could just do this on my microphone. And why not? Um, so today, what movie did I watch? I watched a little horror movie from 2016 called Don't Breathe. Uh, it's directed by someone I've never heard of called Fide or Fede Alvarez. Um, cool movie. He actually is the guy who did the remake of Evil Dead. Um, and it looks like uh, the girl who starred in this movie was the same as the girl who started in Evil Dead is too. So obviously the two of them like working together and the producer Sam Raimi liked them enough to produce this movie for them. Uh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to give away spoilers. I'm scrolling through these things, but um, hmm, there's, I just see on IMDb a Don't Breathe 2. That's not giving anything away really. Um, so what's this movie about? So these three uh, little like punk teenager jerks uh, like to steal from people. Now, they try to give you the sympathetic story of one guy. Uh, well, they give you one real sympathetic story of the girl who lives in the trailer park with her kind of trashy mom and her boyfriend. And she has a little sister and she wants to get out. So she robs people to try to get enough money to move to California. And she's going to move with her boyfriend, Money, who really, the first look at him, you think, this guy is not long for this movie. Uh, and I don't want to spoil anything, but there's going to be spoilers ahead. So if you never saw this movie, you can stop watching right now. Um, so I'm just giving you a warning. So the movie starts off with her being dragged down a street and you're thinking, well, okay, we're going to get here at some point. Um, and really it cuts back to them, you know, breaking into a house, not stealing too much. And one of the kids, um, works for, um, 
like his dad r- runs a security company, so he keeps all keys to all these houses locked up in a cabinet. And his son just breaks breaks into the cabinet, steals the keys, um, and likes to break into these people's houses using this like machine that allows them to turn off the alarm. I don't know. It's you you kind of just have to um, you got to deal with that. Like you get once you get past the fact that okay, I guess these they can easily just break into houses. Um, then you say, okay, I can accept that. Now time to move on. Um, and now this basically this time they're gonna they're gonna rob a uh, guy who they found um, whose daughter was killed and got a big settlement from this family. And so they're like, she has tons of money. He lives alone. They're all in Detroit. Oh, we're in the bad part of Detroit. We got to get out of here. Um, so they're like, we can steal from this guy and he's not even going to know. And then they, they notice he's blind. They're like, this is going to be easy peasy. And of course it's anything, but they break into this guy's house. They, um, make too much noise and it comes to find out this dude is a friggin' psycho. Um, he, 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 he's like army trained. So he fucking takes out one guy pretty quickly. Um, he basically terrorizes them in their own house, locks them into their own house and then he, um, like he also they they come to find out. I'm spoiling this, so I hope you saw it. They come to find out that he's uh, locked a uh, the girl who ran over and hit and killed his daughter. He's locked her up in the basement. Now, you think that's like bad enough? And then you're like, oh no, this guy's a bad guy. Because I have to be honest. Until that moment, I was basically rooting for him. I'm thinking to myself, these three jerks break into my house, try to steal my money. That the only reason I got it, I still live in the shithole, but the only reason I got this money is because I, um, my, my daughter was run over by some rich family who got their daughter out of it. Uh, so you think you feel bad. You kind of feel bad for him. You, you have sympathy for him. And, you, you know, he takes out this, that guy money first. So you're thinking, oh, you know, who cares? You know, I, I don't care about him at all. He, um, he was kind of like, you know, the, the the gangster wannabe. So I had no problem with him going. And, and sadly, I didn't. I don't know if I cared about any of them going because they were all kind of turds. Um, but then you find out there's the girl in the basement, and you kind of, and they try to save her, and you you kind of feel sympathy for, um, you know, the girl who is played by an actress named. When I t- when I'm in front of my computer, I can actually like do a little research. Jane Levy, who I do not know except she was in the Evil Dead movie, and the main guy is played by Dylan Minnette or Minnette. Now I realized the first time I think I saw him was as Jack Shepard's um, son in the last season of Lost, uh, in the Sideways. So I guess he really didn't count. He's been in like the um, the Goosebumps movies. He was in. Uh, He's been in a bunch of things that um, people have seen. Uh, most recently, he is like the star of 13 Reasons Why, or one of the stars, which is that big show on Netflix. Um, so he's a face you recognize, probably, and he's been in a bunch of things. And he plays like the good, kind of the, not the gangster, but the guy who's reluctantly doing these things because he's in love with uh, the main girl. So you're like... Um, you know, you kind of get a little bit sympathetic for him, but not not too much. I mean, you it's weird. Like you once you find out this guy's a psycho who's got a girl locked up in his basement, um, you start to root for the, the people a little more. It made it harder to root for him. 
even though Stephen Lang looked was badass in this, and he he looked like an old Wolverine kind of. Um, and Stephen Lang, if you don't know him, he's I don't know he's been in a ton of stuff. Um, I mean he's he's like he was like the general, the gray haired general in Avatar, and it, according to IMDb, he's in pre production for Avatar two, <laughs> Avatar two, Avatar three, and Avatar four. Again, I'll believe all those when I see him. He's on Into the Badlands right now. He's been in a ton of different things. Um, but he was he was good in this because it was he barely spoke. He said a few lines, grunting, her, 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 and you know couldn't say much. Um, you know, did all of his acting kind of just physically, and I think he did a good job. Uh, one part I really enjoyed was at one point he shuts the lights off on them, and they're in the dark, and they did a cool way of showing the dark where. It was kind of like um, night vision, but not exactly like not that green night vision that you're used to seeing in like in like military movies. This was gray, where you could tell you could you could figure out that it's supposed to be dark and they can't see, but you could still see in a cool way. So it was like a it was like a dull black and white. It was a cool little way of doing it. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but you know they 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 come to they try to. Um, you know, release the girl from the basement. They're getting locked in here and there everywhere. And he comes down, bang, 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 and kills the girl in the basement. And he starts freaking out. No, no, no. And you're getting sad. And you wonder why he's so sad. You're thinking, am I think, I'm thinking, wait, is this his daughter? Is, does, he, does this girl represent his daughter? What's going on? Now, look, I'm going to spoil this. You, you're, you've, you've been warned. Um, no, no. It turns out that he, he, um, he inseminated her. Uh, to give her a new daughter. She's like, she took a daughter from me. She needs to give me a daughter back. So basically, he was going to keep her for nine months, have her deliver a baby, and get out. And he didn't do it. I mean, he literally did the turkey baster thing, which creeped me the F out. Because once this girl was killed, he took, he killed, or thought he killed the other guy, and took the main girl, this Jane Levy girl who played Rocky, um, and he tried to do the whole thing with her, and it was very unsettling and creepy. Uh, and, you know, it really, at that point, there's nothing you could root for this guy. There's no way you could root for this guy at all. Um, so he didn't get away with it. You know, that guy, Dylan Minette, who I who didn't die. Like, I thought he got stabbed with shears, but there was another body there. So you realize that he's been killing other people, I think, because this other body showed up, um, which I didn't quite understand. They didn't explain it, and I don't think it was anybody. I don't think it was the gangbanger from the beginning, not the game, the wannabe guy, whatever. Um, but he, somehow he stabbed him instead of the other guy, so this guy was still barely alive, um, tries to get them out, and then, of course, he doesn't make it. He does get the girl out, and then it starts being like Cujo. There's like a little bit of alien in this. Like She goes up into the, um, into the heat ventilation to try to get out, and the friggin' dog chases her through the ventilation, like, like Alien, one of the Alien movies. I forget which one. Uh, and then... The dog this got a big Rottweiler. The dog chases her like through the streets of through like the back, you know, slums of Detroit and gets in her car. It reminds me of Cujo. I mean, they, they I don't know if these are homages or uh, or what, um, but it was a cool. Uh, just different ways of like, Jesus Christ, you can't get out of this. Um, so this then he shows up at the car, drags her back to the house. And that's when you see the dragging back and you think, oh, she's dead. Um but no, she was not. She, uh, wait, yeah. So there's, I mean, so many times where you think she's dead and she's not, you think they, she gets away and she doesn't. Uh, but it turns out while she, they bring her back to the house, she, she finds the alarm thing sitting in the main kid's hand from 13 Reasons Why. 
um, finds his, he's holding that like alarm button that gets them into things, but there's also a way to get a panic button, presses the panic button, beats the crap out of the guy, escapes with all the money that he got in the settlement. So she's still a thief. You know, I mean, at one point they, they're like the guy, the kid who, you know, didn't die. The first guy dies and the other kid's like, uh, we got to get out of here. And she's thinking, I still got to get the money. So she, um, didn't care about these guys all that much. All she cared about was getting money and getting her little sister. So they try to tuck at your heartstrings and think, Oh, there's a little sister involved. You know, she's not all bad. She's bad enough. Um, but of course, you know, the end, she gets away with the money. Um, and they show her at the train station about to board a train, uh, because I guess you're not going to get a, an airplane, uh, too much with, you know, IDs and stuff. She needs to get out of there. Um, and she's got all this money from him, like a million bucks. So she's going to move away. But she looks up and sees a news report that the this veteran hero survived. They don't find any other bodies in there because um, so that guy, the guy who uh, fell over must have been the gangbanger because they found two bodies inside that he killed and he survived. And they just kind of showed him in the news report. And then she walked out and that was the end of the movie. But they showed that there is a sequel coming or a sequel in production or a sequel announced. Um I don't know if it's exactly the same story. I don't know if it's the same guy. I don't know if you ever heard her saying she's going to California. I don't know what's involved or why they're doing it. This was a nice, small, little standalone movie um, with an, a kind of an open ending. If they can pull off a sequel, the director seems to be involved. If they can pull off a sequel, you know, maybe it'll be good. Uh, but I sometimes like these little, you know, movies. Uh, let me, it got, it got a good, it got like in the 80s, I think, in, um, in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so Box Office Mojo. I like to go to Box Office Mojo because I'm a bit of a movie nerd. Um, so Don't Breathe. See how fast I can type? So Don't Breathe literally cost under $10 million. And it made $90 million in the in the States, $89 million in the States, and $157 million worldwide. That's a tiny movie. You think $10 million is a lot of money for a movie? It's tiny, you know, relatively speaking. And it made 157 worldwide, so of course they're going to make a sequel out of this. But these little horror movies, that there's very little need for special effects. It's all just tense, thriller, terror, something that could actually happen in real life. These are the ones that creep me out the most. Um, so I thought, I was very, I, I just enjoyed this movie a lot. I recommend it. Of course, I gave away a lot, so hopefully you already saw it. But I did warn you. So really, that's all I got to say. Um God, it's only noontime. I'm going to have some lunch right now. I'm probably going to have a chicken salad sandwich. going to chop up some pickles, put it in, because I like... We get the chicken salad with cranberries. It's very sweet. Um, and then you put in the dill pickles, and it just kind of... It creates a symphony of flavor in your mouth. Um, and who thought I'd be talking about pickles and chicken salad on a podcast on a Thursday? But again, I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, this is Geek Mentality, and this is Fans Not Experts Movie Month. You can find me in 22 days. We're done. In the books. Don't breathe. Check it out. Very good. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. You can find me on Facebook at Fans Not Experts. You can find um, the website at FansNotExperts.com and anywhere. Hashtag FNE Movie Month. If you search Google, if you search Twitter, if you search Facebook and on Instagram, you'll find me everywhere using that hashtag FNE Movie Month. And you know what? Normally I want to say this is my theme song, but you know what? I, I'm in a singing mood, so ladies and gentlemen, let's do this together. Here's my theme song. This, this is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. 
And I think you should listen and subscribe That's right, I'm singing, come on! Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this Episode Fans not experts